in space, no one can hear you get super horny unless it's just all you talk about all the time. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Life Force. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. There are two people having a good time with great enough movie, great movies. That's the first time you stuttered while saying that. Sometimes you'll <laughs> laugh and sometimes you will draw it out, but never before has have you almost said g g g g ghost while we're starting a podcast. <laughs> it's my life force, man. It's my life force taking over. Anyway, there's two of us here. There's myself, Jamie Lorello, and there's DP McCambridge on the other end of this life force here. And uh, I know I keep saying it over and over again because um, it's like subtly just letting well, you know what we're doing. Unlike other um, podcasts where sometimes we get 20 minutes in and we're like, I don't think what we've are said they talking the about? the movie. Yeah, we didn't say it. But he I, hasn't I'm, even turned into a swamp thing yet, so we haven't said the words swamp thing. <laughs> Well, here we are. Or, well, 80s movies, in case you didn't know, in case you're new. We talk about 80s movies, be them g- 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 great or not. Um, and uh, we're here on our seven-year anniversary. Seven years. Seven years of talking about movies. I know. 80s movies. Movies, I would say 70, at least 70% that I didn't even know existed. Okay, maybe not quite 70%, but a huge chunk well, a pretty sizable set. chunk that, I mean, a lot of these, most if not all of these, I knew existed. But mm-hmm. ones that I haven't seen, it has to be 50% at least. Yeah, yeah. We should we should do the, some math on that, maybe. I not, I don't it's know, we're like, both pretty lazy. There's like 185 <laughs> things to go through. Wow. That's a lot. 185 episodes, seven years in. No, yeah, seven years. I can't, you know, and, and I'll get like those little... Facebook memory things. Oh, those and I are just sweet. got one yeah. for Little Darlings, and it was like seven years ago. Our very first episode. We were mm-hmm. so green then. Please don't listen to it because I would be afraid that it sounds exactly like what we're doing now. <laughs> and people would be like, people like they after seven years, there's zero improvement. We're not any more professional than we were. We're still the same two goofballs doing yeah. what we do, but that's what makes us uh, entertaining. Sure, let's call it, it makes that. us good times. Go, go, great movies. Yes. Wow. And we are here for our seventh anniversary movie. We allowed the listeners to pick. That's right. Out of a medley of like space and swords and sorcery movies for whatever reason. For as much as we like hated Red Sonja. Like, I don't know why we chose these movies that we did for people to choose from. Like Life Force took the lead right away. Life Force took the lead right away and never let up. Jeez. A lot of people love Krull. Okay. I don't really know what that is. At okay. some point, we will do it, I guess. We must, yeah. Yeah. And I, I know people have um, love for Ice Pirates, which I can only imagine is this movie, but with ice involved. So, and this movie, <clears throat> after having seen it and knowing that our listeners voted on it, 
Well, I'm kind of questioning our listeners a little bit Are in their you really? sanity. You think so? <laughs> you think so? What you is silly it? listeners. What is it what? about the movie My... that would question? Well, you know, here's, here's one thing is we were kids in the 80s, right? My little kid 80s brain could not have wrapped itself around something. I mean, granted, I was Natty Ganning and I was little orphan Annieing mm-hmm. and all of that. So this was not in my scope. I can't imagine that but I a lot of our listeners saw this at the time <laughs> and even saw it at the time with this is amazing. Because uh, I'm a child, I totally understand what's happening here. I have a feeling that this is a movie that you know people later stumble in life. upon later okay. in life, and we're okay. like, "This is a weird little sci-fi movie that I kind of didn't know much about by a director that I know a lot about." Like, I don't know. If Go you ahead. are a listener that yeah. saw this in their childhood years, I'm. I either want to really get to know you a little more, or I want. You just stay very far away from it. All right. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say, or I want to have a conversation with your parents. I yeah. want to yeah, I ask want... them why they allowed you to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I have some questions. I have some questions. But no, 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 no. Um, I'm not going to attack our listeners the way no, you No, you're right. You're right. Because um, really, when, when the listeners, and we have, this was a vote, but we have listeners suggest and, and mm-hmm. give, right, uh, you know, tell us movies that we should watch. And I do, whether we like the movie or not, I do find it like a gift. It's somebody saying you know watch this whether it's because they it was meaningful to them or mm-hmm. because they just think it was a silly movie and they want us to enjoy it or they just want to hear us babble on about it i i do appreciate so and and having a vote that means many listeners saying mm-hmm. watch this i'm i'm very grateful i'm very appreciative to have a life forced upon me <laughs> mm-hmm. okay <laughs> uh yeah thank you for life <laughs> Forcing us to watch this movie. <laughs> I just made the same joke you did, but it was you worse. Did. And we're going to keep doing it throughout the rest of the podcast. I'm so I, how many times do you keep doing this? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, we were talking about Life Force from 1985, directed by Toby Hooper. Tobes. Uh, kind of a regular on this podcast. He directed The Fun House. Ah. Uh. And Poltergeist. Ah. Uh. And. This movie. Oh, okay. And then I think there's only like two more of his movies in the 80s. And then we can kind of close the book on Toby Hooper if we want to. All right. All right. Well, welcome back, Toby. This was like right after Poltergeist. This is the next thing he did. Oh, okay. I think it's a a really big swing here. Like I said, I don't think a lot of this movie works. But Uh I kind of totally appreciate just being like... I don't know. It's a space movie. And it, it's it's based on a novel. But just the idea of like, it's space movie, but also there's vampires. Yeah. How much nudity can I put in a movie? Oh, also, can we just build a ton of London sets and fill them with zombies later on for no reason whatsoever? Because well, that's what also, happens. does anybody have Patrick Stewart's number? Because I oh. would love to get him in the movie When Patrick through. Stewart rolls in, I was like, was that, was that, who's that? It is. It is. Whoa, whoa. Now they're going to, whoa, is that guy going to kiss Patrick Stewart? The, What's happening? I have to say, I am glad they did that. I was Me really too. like, I was really like, this movie seems weirdly, I don't want to say homophobic, but I was like, how come we're not watching guys make out with those super hunky Oh, right, because they're handsome vampire guys, right? Right, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I was kind of glad when I was like, oh my God, that guy's going to kiss Patrick Stewart. And it's just, it's the most brief second but it's where enough. their mouths mash against each other. And I was yeah. like, all right. 
you're not 100% redeemed this movie, but you know what? Pretty good. Way yeah. to go. Yeah, way to go. And if I could say something that might seem very controversial. Yeah. Jamie, I think this strangely might be a feminist movie. <laughs> Well, because it's the power of the female the, trying to take over. I wasn't yeah. going to say that. I was going to say this movie says nothing if it doesn't say maybe women should be in charge of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. all these guys are so horned out of their minds. They're fumbling by this around. Woman. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. But there were women on that space shuttle at the beginning of this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, did the sexy dudes get to them? Or. Yeah. Did she get to them as well? I would kind of love them to make a prequel to this movie. Now that guy does. Now tell there us was what no prequel, right? There was no prequel because no. I was like, did they make more of these to explain more? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of little lines here. Like there's um, well, I'll get into it in my recommendation, which is a little off the wall, but okay. I'll get into it when I do the recommendation. But like life force itself, and and like. Uh, chakra systems and vampires and like there's a lot of different shit that if you look at this movie from a certain angle um, not to give too much away but I wouldn't say I was totally at all times um, entertained by this movie but I was interested by it okay does that make sense yeah Um, I mean I would I would kind of I guess my overall feelings would be very similar yeah but also the opposite Oh. I was pretty much at all times entertained by this oh, movie. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's particularly good, uh-huh, but at uh-huh. no point oh. was I like bored or anything. I was okay. like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, this is silly, and I don't think I'm supposed to be taking this very seriously. But it am I? Seem is this a, it, yeah. <laughs> but also, they're saying a lot of stuff, but I don't yeah. think they're really saying anything. The yeah. amount of times the astronaut, the main astronaut in this movie, Carlson. Yeah. The amount of times that he'll just say things like, uh, yes, they have to uh, take life force blood to blah, blah, blah. And the other guy will be like, why do you know that? And his answer is, I just do. And I'm like, great screenwriting. But then I love it. He does what I do like about this movie. And I use the wrong word. I didn't mean to say entertained by uh, enjoyed. That's what I meant to say. Because <laughs> you're right. I was both entertained and interested in aspects of this movie. Did I enjoy all of that? Mm, I'm not sure. Right, I have to take right. some steps from it. It's like that kind of film. But um, what I did like was they didn't leave any too much open-ended. Carlson <laughs> did a lot of explaining about what's going on. Like even at one point, we're not sure if we're ever going to find out what really happened on the uh, Churchill, the ship that he was on, right. but he goes into detail about what happened. So it's he goes nothing. Into so much <laughs> That was where I was like, I think a lot of this could be cut out. When they first bring him in and he's like, Well, why am I here? And they're like, All right, well, listen, we, there's alien lady that you got. She got up. And, so, and I'm like, well, Wait, I just saw that. And then he's like, Let me tell you what happened. We yeah. found a space vampire. And I'm like, well, I just saw this part of the movie, too. You two people are talking to each other about things that I just saw. Well, and then there's a lot of um, different because it's it's so it's a British film, right? Because it's the British and the American uh, yeah. uh, space team is yeah. together on this mission. And there's a lot of other um I don't know what you call them, commissioners, admirals. I don't know what they are. I don't know their titles. But the one guy, uh, Kane, the guy that is kind of along for the ride with with the one that drives through the 
the zombies, the one that's with so, Carlson the like whole the time. Like the police inspector. Okay, I thought he was like a reporter for a little bit. I'm like, what's this reporter guy doing just hanging out? And he's wearing like, he's kind of wearing like just this like casual jacket. Like he doesn't look like he's anybody too official. No, it's like a big official. floppy trench coat. Like, yeah, he, he looks a little sloppy. I knew he wasn't a reporter because reporters were trying to interview him at the very beginning of this. And maybe that's why I was, I don't know. I, it was, well, it, it took it, a minute to keep track of who I was supposed to, I, I knew Carlson was important, but who I was supposed to keep track of and pay attention to. And like the guy with the white hair, he's real important, but then he disappears for a long time. And the guy who I thought was the main character, yeah. who she like kisses and then he's like, I'm feeling really weak. I need to lay down and take a nap. I was like. He's gone out of this movie after that. And late in the movie, big white hair is like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's dead. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought he was the main character. <laughs> like, for the longest time, I was like, I guess I got to follow this guy around. Yeah, I guess this is Liz. Yeah, yeah. They introduce a lot of characters. They do. They're all over the place. Yeah. Every one of these guys kind of looks the same. Yeah, they're all a little similar in here. Yeah. Pasty and British for the most part. Yeah. And they're all kind of, like there's no there's no one other than the aliens is young in this movie. Yeah. Like everybody else is between the ages of like 45 and 80. Yeah. Yeah. And you got these young, hot vampires who come into London. They don't know what to do Space with Space vampires <laughs> with their little phallic ship um, from Haley's Comet. Okay, okay, so let's get into it. Let's start it. No, let's, let's, yeah, let's get into just saying Haley's comment. Oh my God, that framed picture of Walt, what's his name, Haley, that they have in their Oh, screen. yeah. <laughs> I think it was in the bathroom, too. <laughs> All right, so um, this movie starts and the music with the titles is intense. Oh, it's it's the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> yes. It's, it's like right away. We're like, all right. That's why. So It's Henry Mancini okay. music. Like this is yeah. big. Like this is Toby Hooper again taking all of his poltergeist money and saying, I'm going to use this in the most strange way possible. From ghosts to aliens. Let's get cray. I'm going to dump most of it into music and like puppets. And then, I don't know, we'll, like, take some shrinky dinks of astronauts and put them, like, in front of a painted background. Oh, yeah, that was kind of fun to watch them float around. It looks, yeah, that looks um, really silly. I didn't know this movie beforehand. Mm -hmm. And you sent me the image of the naked alien girl. And I thought it was going to be, like, a raunchy, naked girl, right. 80s, just silly goofball. Like, a, I just didn't. And so about... Not even five minutes in, because they again they drop a lot of information on us <laughs> right from the start. Over. You get the London Symphony Orchestra for the opening, and then all of a sudden, poof! You've got like a pocket of information dropped on you, and not like Star Wars style where you can read it and you're, it's written. This is like they are there's and so I I had to stop and start it over because I was like, oh wait, I have to get in the right <laughs> mindset for this movie. This is like put your thinking cap on movie, not a. Oh, want, want, naked. Yeah. I love yeah. long, for long stretches in this, you could have just put in your notes, want, want, naked. And then oh. <laughs> slow naked stroll. Her slow naked stroll is incredible. And I have to say, it's amazing that nobody could stop her when she's walking out 
of the, I mean, I know she's smashing windows and killing people with her stare, but she walks so slowly and so nakedly out of the uh, well, building. Everyone's so unassuming. The, the reactions by people in this movie are also things that don't make any sense. When they see all those dead vampire bats that are the size of humans, not they one touch of those people is like, holy shit, like we gotta get out. No, they're breaking wings off of them and stuff. I was like, don't, 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 don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. They're all just floating. <laughs> you are surrounded by hundreds the one guy says thousands of yeah. giant bats. You need to leave immediately. Just back it up. Yeah, don't get any closer. And then some other object is flying, orbiting around your ship, looking like it's going <laughs> to suck it up. Like, I don't know. It's opening, kind of like <laughs> an umbrella. Like, none of you people should be shitting your Fly pants. out. Look, reverse, reverse, abort mission. <laughs> Scoop up these dudes or leave them with the bats. I don't care, but we got to get out of the comet. So, so it really does start with this space shuttle. I just yeah. love the space shuttle. Like I always the Churchill. It, yeah, it just makes me you know like when I was a kid, like that's what people went to space in, and you just always saw pictures of space shuttles. Yeah, it was yeah. Nice to see them. But they are studying Halley's comet. Yeah. So I don't know how often does that come around? Seventy some years. I can't. I'm not an astronaut. I don't know. I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> people that know that are astronauts. <laughs> so they're there to study this thing. Um, and as they kind of get close, they're like, hey, I think there's a spaceship hidden inside the Haley's Comet. Yeah, yeah, a very phallic-looking spaceship, very, might I add. Yes, the, this movie's just all phallic. How about that sword that just looks like oh, a giant yeah. dildo? <laughs> it's amazing. All right, so they're like, we got to go check this out. Even though they lose radio contact with, I'm going to say, Earth. They go in to check this out, and they have half of the crew get on their little space suits and they uh-huh. go out, and like we said, they find, I don't know, I think they say this ship's like two miles long. Oh, yeah, they keep saying how long it is. I forget, but they, it's, yeah, yeah but they, they say how long it is. they to go in and find, mm-hmm. as we said, like giant bats. Yeah. It's that, trippy when they go in, too, because the ship itself is kind of cavernous. It looks like a cave, and they, they're, they're like you said, they're. They're these weird astronaut dudes. Not in your typical... There's something different about their astronaut suits, am I right? Wasn't there like a weird thing on the side? Like, it doesn't look like a NASA suit. It definitely looks like a British NASA suit, maybe I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a what little bit different. Like, all right, all right, let's just stick this jobber here right on the right It's on got the a lot different from the Americans, right? So we just put that right there. It's not enough of these British accents trademark, in this movie. Trademark, trademark, trademark. It's all. It's all. Have That's some tea. terrible. That's I like southern. when they go to see the prime minister and he's like, would you guys like some tea? Oh, my God. Wait. I'm like, the city is exploding the around The prime you. minister's the best, though, because he's infected, too, and he's like, I got I to gotta talk to that lady over there. Come here. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he's like, come here. I love it. that's that's a really funny part of the movie because they kind of are just like let's go meet the prime minister and by the end they're just like backing we're getting out of here prime minister's infected we got to get out of here um no but they so so they they are they are these uh astronauts in these we'll call them british astronaut suits floating oddly around uh other spaceship and you're right they find these weird bat things that they touch for some reason that it breaks when they touch them um and they cover one up they're gonna take one back with them so they cover (laughs) it up with a net it's not even like they put a giant plastic bag over this and because it's like well, they got to study it. What kind you know? of space diseases? You don't know. You can't space just take diseases. A, what? No, Jamie. Come well, they're on. in a suit, though. They're covered in a suit. 
How are they going to get space diseases? They're suited. They're putting this thing in a net, and they're going to bring it back to the ship? Well, listen, there was a lot, probably, of protocols that should have went down that didn't go down in the retrieval. Like, don't try to make out with the naked alien girl that's in the box if you go in the coffin thing. I can't imagine that was in the astronaut instruction manual. (laughs) I feel like that's a scenario that they're like, well, this is never going to come up. Oh, I do like Thanks that. Thanks for writing that down, Steve, but we're not putting that in the book because I doubt this that. is ever yeah. going to happen. They do mention in in the beginning when they give you all the like, they just kind of dump all this information mm-hmm. on you that this there's something special about this space journey where they do. It's the first flight that they have gravity in. That's why they're not just floating around in the spaceship. Do you remember that? Yeah. It, yeah. It's a real like we couldn't afford. Yeah. That. We can't just like, float them the whole time. So we can get them. Yeah. Because the voiceover is not even really about like, oh, what's happening on Earth or, or like uh, how far have we come in space travel? This is really giving you like schematics of the yeah. ship. <laughs> Like, why, why do we look like we look like, right we now? I don't need this. Like, I don't need this information. Like, I don't mm. need people to be like, well, you know what? I understand there's no gravity in space, but these people aren't floating around the ship the whole time. I know. I I've it. seen space movies. <laughs> as they're in there, as we said, the people in the ship, in the space shuttle are outside, and the big, giant alien spaceship that these people are in starts to, like, glow blue. Yeah. And, like, an umbrella... <laughs> I do like how he's like, well, I don't, the only way I can explain it is an umbrella. And I thought, that's a really great way to explain it. Yes, he's right. He's not wrong. Yeah, it's very umbrella-like. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, as you said, they take one of the bats, but they they then see a big bright light that appears. And Uh they're like, let's just head into this light. This is a great idea. Where they find three glass cases. Yep. Full of naked people, yep. a naked woman mm-hmm. or a naked girl. She's pretty young, and then she's uh, womanly two... though. Oh no no right, yeah. no 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 question about. It. I did I did uh, want to say she was eighteen, hmm. and that astronaut was forty one. Yee, <laughs> that's a lot of yeah. And this was like her first role. Oh, this is the first thing she ever did as far as acting. She did modeling and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I watched okay. the interview with her, and the interview was, I guess this is how it was edited. Like, it it was only, like, 15 minutes, but it veered wildly between her saying, like, this was a really neat production, and, you know, for the makeup, this is what they did when I'm mm-hmm. covered in red stuff. Oh, when she became the blood yeah, yeah. alien? Yeah, yeah. And her yeah. talking about, like, you know, uh, the director was a really nice guy, and he tried to make me feel as comfortable as possible. Like, there were all these really nice things she said, and then mm-hmm. near the end of the interview... She was like, I really, it was very uncomfortable. Like I was naked and I was very young and it was my first job and I couldn't really say anything to anyone. And then she like looks at the camera and goes, but that's what it's like to be an actress. And I was like, yikes. Yeah. Oh, now I'm very uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> yes, me too. Because I was watching that. Like, when I see nudity in movies, I either want it to be, like, where people are like, okay, this is art, and this is something I'm yeah. doing for my art, or for people to be like, Are you wanting yeah, to be whatever. really rough I'll just take my clothes now. off. Like, I'm totally <laughs> yeah. oh, fine great. with this. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, I'll do it. You want to see all of me? I'm more than happy to do that. But after watching that interview, I was like, oh, no. She just wanted... And knowing how young she was and that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't. I I didn't try and make us feel bad like this early, but yeah, I'm uncomfortable really now. Me. But I'm gonna yeah. try to. I'm gonna try to wipe it off. Try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's very yeah. uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But anyway. But so, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. Um, so yeah, so they find these people, and the one guy, let's call him the head astronaut, uh, he's mesmerized. Yeah. By her. Yeah. And. His buddies even like have to snap him out of it and be like, "Hey, um, are you like maybe we should do something?" And he's yeah. like, "We gotta box these up and get them on yeah. the shuttle. These man. are coming with us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and they do. They take them with them, right? Yeah. Yep. From what we know, it is. It, it's just things like when when she's in the box and and one of the astronauts is like, "Wow, this these people look incredible," and he's just like, "She looks." Perfect. No, oh, yeah. They're creepy. <laughs> right. It is a little creepy. Yeah. 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 But then we find out why. It's all explained. Oh, yeah. She is the image from his mind of the perfect woman. We find mm-hmm. that out later. Yes. That the, she is a projection of what he sees because the, I mean, I don't want to give too much away too soon, but the life force alien, whatever they are, these creatures, he's one of them. Yes. Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. The commander. Kind of, sort of. I'm not even, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie where I'm like, I don't know, movie. I guess you might explain yourself later. Probably not. I think they do a good job of explaining as much as they can. I don't know how much I'm keeping up with, but I think they explain a lot throughout the movie about. This is good. Then you can teach me. All right. I'll do my best. You're not going to listen. We talked about that already. Right. right. (laughs) All right, so back in Mission Control, uh, all these British guys are kind of upset because uh, they're like, well, you know what? We haven't really heard from this. Well, it's 30 <laughs> days later. It's been 30 yes. days, it says. They haven't had communication And there's been month. no communication. So they send a second ship, the Columbian, out to check on the ship and, and <clears throat> the, the Churchill and find out. The ship, the ship names down. Boy. Yeah, I did. Nice. I did, yeah. Um, I thought they were going to be more important. I mean, the Churchill, <laughs> they mention a lot because it's the, the ship that, what happened on the Churchill? Tell us what happened. You must tell us. It's like, um, all right, you ready for another flashback? Everybody? Exactly. Here <laughs> we go. go. How sweaty am I going to be in this one? Oh, he's very sweaty. It's very nerve wracking when he beats that one woman up. Oh my God. We'll get there. We'll get there. Everybody's sweaty in this movie. Everybody's very snotty too. Like boogery? Yeah, like, I guess it's just upper lip sweat, but it just looks like snot's running down their face oh, all the times. Well, at one point, there's fires everywhere. It's very hot. Oh, you think that's <laughs> what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Not making up with a space vampire. Well, like, I don't know. There's all sorts of little fires here. This is way too much It's way too sweaty. I got a She never down. sweats, which is kind of, she's no. always just perfect. She's oh, perfect. perfect. The guy said it. Yeah, yeah. Something's happening to me, he says. I can't help it. Um, but yeah, when the Colombian finds out, oh, I like it. Houston, we have a problem. There's a fire. The one black guy in the whole movie mm-hmm. says, right. um, <laughs> and we never see him again. We never see him again. I was like, this no. would have made it so much easier for me to keep track of characters. Yeah. Yeah. But they, the, the, the Colombian goes aboard the Churchill mm-hmm. and finds that everything, the people inside are all burnt to a crisp. And it just, it looks like it was, there was a fire set inside of the ship. Yep. 
and everybody's they get, dead except for these three gorgeous specimens. Yeah, that they inside find. their little casings, naked and and um, impeccable, and they they retrieve what is like the black box, I guess, the, yes. some tapes and stuff. Yeah. Um. The, uh, yeah, from from the mm-hmm. from the ship. Um, so now we go to the European space place. Let's call it. I call it British headquarters. Hello, hello, hello. let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to the British headquarters where we're going to get some more information and meet some, I don't know, scientists of some so, um, sort. Do you think that we should um, uh, uh, dissect that woman? Uh, does anyone have a problem with that? And everybody just sits around and they're like, I don't Well, I like to then. There's, they, so they decide to do this, but then they... Um, I'm so ADD, I got distracted because the sunset's so pretty out there. I was like, oh, look how pretty it's... Blue light. What's happening? No. Um, <laughs> um, uh, then the one guy who we kind of are with for a little while, he watches it in his office on a TV in like his office. <laughs> yes, he's, he's watching got, this all go down. But he's watching this, but also watching the news. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how the news just gives us like comet folklore because the newscasters <laughs> even like uh, back in the days of the ancient Greeks um, they believed that comets were oh, yeah. a bad omen of things to come. I'm like this isn't a news story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know I understand Haley Comet's a big deal but you don't talk about the folklore mythology of comets during that brief news story. <laughs> but it was important for us to hear this. Yeah we needed that information. Yeah. So I guess while they're waiting to dissect her uh-huh. wait is that what it's called dissect um an autopsy uh, okay. i mean what is an autopsy if well you have to be dead and she's not dead so right yes either way some, some examine let's say they're going to examine her examine her Examine her by killing Cutting her. Open. her. Well, they don't know. They don't know if she's <laughs> well, dead or alive. Right? Yeah. The one guy's like, "Well, I would say yes if she's dead." Well, is she? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. So I guess they're getting ready for this, and then one of the guards in kind of a goofy like oxygen mask. Again, what's with the weird <laughs> masks? <laughs> like weird like astronaut box. suits. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem Mm-mm. comfortable. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't it's seem very like, awkward. You don't want to look through like little side panels and just get to see what's in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. The, plus, it doesn't even really look like it's it's open all around. Like Not I don't think protective. it's doing anything. Not very protective. And he doesn't wear it very long because he's no, because the, the naked alien woman sits up. Her eyes open first. Right. Yes. And then she sits nakedly up. And sits um, nakedly. Up. <laughs> I think that was in the script. I feel like that's something you would write in like, you know, uh, an essay in high school or something. You're like, I don't know. I got to use an uh, adjective. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Who knows what nakedly is? (laughs) Help us out, listeners. (laughs) Yeah, Give us a grammar lesson. (laughs) Yeah. So she sits up and uh, this is where we see that she like totally makes out with this dude. Yeah. But she's a weird maker outer, but I guess she's an alien, so how good can you make out when you're an alien? Yeah. Right? I don't oh, was she a weird maker outer? No, I'm not saying and now that I know her backstory, I really don't want to judge her make out abilities. But um, All right. Okay, but let's not talk about that because it weird me out. Okay. Um but yeah, she wakes up and um It is like a weird moment where he's like, Hmm. 
I could sexually assault this corpse and nobody would know. Oh, yeah, he does. Before she wakes <laughs> yeah. up, he's like, wah, wah, wah. but again, I think it's because her it's kind of her power, right? It's part of right. her life force energy is that just her being around these men is they get not just aroused by her, her body, her perfection in, in that way, but she's emitting a frequency and energy to them that they are indescribably drawn to. Indescribably? No, that's not the word, but it's a very strong desire to be with her. Well, can, can you describe it? I did, I so would I, say don't, you probably I wouldn't can't. say it's indescribable. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there are times where he's like, I felt love like you wouldn't even understand. Yeah, like, All right, it's this intense. Is really intense. It's intense. Yeah. yeah. The guy up in his office, the guy who I thought was the main character, is watching all of this. He's like, well, I need to run through. Well, how many doors? 80 gets, doors? Yeah. Does he, he goes, run through? He's very... There's nobody he could call or a button he could push. I don't know. And yeah. Why do you have to run through one glass door, another glass door? Another, there's no hallway well, to go down to Well, and how far are you? If you knew this it wasn't going to happen, why are you so far away from the action? Where's your right. office in relation? How big is this building? And why are you leaving one guard to yeah. watch this one weak, space weak alien? One weak guard. They really thought, because then we see the guys and there's two guards on them. They really yeah. are like, I don't know, one guard per alien. That's all we kind of And they don't around. even restrain them. Like, they're just laying there. So, nope. like, what if the... And you don't know if they're dead or alive. Anyway, again, protocols. You should have checked. Aliens. Like, yeah. these are aliens. you got to take some sort of precautions. Yeah, you would think. You can't stick them in a building that's basically just made of glass. Seriously. I like it later when he's like, oh, she can't escape from here. Like, there's windows everywhere. <laughs> I like it when they... Okay, so she... She makes out with this guy, and then yeah. these lightning sparks happen, yep. and there's this electricity, and basically this guy gets burned up alive. He's like, Yeah, right? he like deflates into like a skeleton with skin on it. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, some of these effects were, it was very, it wasn't terrible. I enjoyed, I, yeah, I really yeah. did. Like, it, it was one of those things where I'm watching this going, oh, they have some goofy CG thing right now. And I love that it's like an actual puppet that's flailing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Like, it's it's nice to be like, oh, that guy who's about to make out with this, like, rubber corpse. Like, there's something there. He's not making yeah. out with, like, a tennis ball on a string or something like right. that. Like, they would do now. And they're like, I don't know. Um, imagine that it's a monster. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you act opposite that. But, yeah, it was kind of cool to see this stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Other than the music, that's where the money went, I got to say. Yeah, yeah. Good effects, yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. And whatever Patrick Stewart commanded. Oh, right, right. For his two days of shooting, probably. Very passionate, though. Very passionate. We're an, we're an hour in when he shows up. And I was like, whoa, we're That's why I took it to... I was like, did I movie. just see what I think I saw? <laughs> Who I think I saw? Um, uh, but yeah, it's... Um, so Sparks Fly, she's, she's, she's definitely alive and awakened. Right. And um, and then we think she's going to kill the guy who, you know, was watching this in his office. Oh, right. She comes he up comes down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for and she says to him, she's all sexy. And she says, use my body mm -hmm. in her little sexy way. And somehow he barely well, escapes. Jamie, way to say it as sexy as possible. Yeah. <laughs> use my body. <laughs> Great. You're not too far off because it is like a weird <laughs> echoey voice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so she life forces this dude but doesn't kill him no no 
And he's definitely just, weak. He's got a headache. He's not yeah. doing his best afterwards, but she spares him. But right. she still escapes. And then there's a call out to the security in the building, and they're like, the naked alien girl cannot leave the complex. Like, that's like follow the weird naked it Indian. Really is. Like, these like, guards don't... get a phone call where it's like, oh, a naked woman's coming this way. Oh, they're having fun with us. And they're today. like, no, that's not. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And then they see her and they're like, holy fuck. It was like, this would be the talk of the office. I yeah. can't imagine you didn't hear about the naked alien that they brought in earlier Yeah, how'd today. you not know she was in there? But she is, and now she's on the loose. Right. And security is supposed to be on it. Like you said, they kind of laugh about it. But then she she's she approaches them on the stairs. and Does she, one guy offer her a candy bar? Yeah, he's like, like she's E.T. or yes, something? Yes, he's like, come here. That's it. You can come and get it. You got it. I don't know what that's supposed to do. But doesn't she choke him basically with her eyes? Yeah, she chokes him out like she's Darth Vader or something. And then she like blasts people with lightning. She doesn't kill these guys, which is weird. Like we see them all getting up later being like, oh, oh, that was really rough. Yeah. And then she goes to a wall of windows, blows them out. Yeah. And then she's loose in the London countryside. And now I want you to know when she blows out these windows and she she's out, she just walks. She struts slowly and nakedly out into and there 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 she goes. There yeah. she goes. She's she's escaped. She so, has escaped. Oh she, shit. <laughs> we gotta find well and now in the meantime We're just meeting the detective of this. Oh movie. right, and, the investigator. And this is yeah. where I was like, oh no. Is this our hero? Because this is like a pasty, balding, curly-haired detective in like a sloppy raincoat or Mm -hmm. a sloppy, like like you said, he he just, he doesn't have like the gravitas of a detective or an inspector or or whoever we would think is solving things Mm -hmm. because he kind of just runs around in this movie and follows the astronaut around and is like, Oh, all right. Well, let's just go do whatever you said. He's I even guess... creepy. Like when he, when the uh, when Carlson's accosting that redheaded woman later, he's like, "I'm a voyeur. I'll be a voyeur. It's not." A that problem. was one of the yeah. weirdest things. <laughs> That's, I think that in this whole movie. scene is very weird. When you talk about things that could be cut, I, I mean, I guess I get why it wouldn't. Uh, no, I don't get just why. Just shaking her, and yelling at her, like stripping her down violently, and then just shouting in her face. That poor actress. She was older. I get it than the naked one, but still. And why? Because she. We had. I don't know. We're not there yet. Let's get there. We're not even. It's it's a very strange scene in a yes. movie where I was like, well, how can this get any weirder? And then they did that. Oh, it gets and I went, very much. This weirder. doesn't belong in this. Yeah, movie. it's very another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the investigator comes in. He's got all kinds of questions about uh, how did she overwhelm you? What was so yeah. overwhelming about her? How how did she? Why did she spare you her life? Your life then, mm-hmm. but kill the others. Um, and this guy again, he's sweaty. Yeah, he looks exhausted. Yeah, he's sitting down, like swaying back and forth, smoking the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and finally he's like. Detective, listen, I I gotta lay down. Is yeah, cool? yeah. Like, are we He's like, can I just here? go? Because I'm I don't feel so good. Whatever she did to me, it took it took some of my life force from me. And then there's the white haired man. We, what he this does? This guy. This guy's a doctor. Okay, he's a doctor. Yes, and he jumps to some wild conclusions too. When he's like, well. 
I mean, basically, she's a uh, energy vampire. <laughs> like, doctor, these are not clinical terms. <laughs> and the detective's like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know how real vampires feed off of blood? And I was thinking, real vampires aren't real. <laughs> I don't know why you're explaining it this way to him. It would be like if somebody was like, well, how do birds fly? And they're like, well, you know Superman. It's <laughs> like, a terrible way to explain something. But yeah, this guy is hilarious in this movie. Like he's always one step ahead of everything. Oh yeah, but yeah. He never leaves his office. No, no, Mm-mm. no. He's never in the mix of it. Uh, well, he does get attacked at one point, kind of. But he's got the sword and he knows the things. Yeah, and we don't the really fact see that he the has attack. A sword that he knows who kill vampires, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's a doctor. He's got a lot of alarming. knowledge. He's got a lot of knowledge. Let's you think put it's it that just, way. It's just a hobby of his. Yeah, yeah. So it's a hobby to have the knowledge. Let me see. I'm checking my notes to make sure we're not. Also, she's oh, totally also, alien, and she's totally dangerous. Oh, that's what I wrote. I don't think that was said. In the movie. You don't think... <laughs> Listen, in a movie where at one point a character goes, and now she has clothes. <laughs> it wouldn't be stupid if your line was in this. When he delivers that line, like it's the beginning of CSI and like some crazy music should start. I was like, is he upset that she has clothes? Is this a problem? Oh, because now she's, yeah. Now, because yeah. now she'll, she blends in a little more. She was a oh, little stood out a little bit wonderful. walking around the park naked. I also love how this detective is talking to these guys about everything that's been happening. And then he goes, hey, um, also you said there were two naked alien dudes. Yeah, Where where's the they? dudes? Yeah. And they're like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they're being watched over by some soldiers, but mm-hmm. then we find out that they are smart and they kill those soldiers and, and take over their their yes. identities, essentially. Yeah, these soldiers gun these dudes down. It does nothing. Then they, like, blow them up, quote unquote, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we don't know what happens mm-hmm. until later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When they're back, yep. um, they do an autopsy on the one guard. Oh, they're set getting ready to do an autopsy on the guard. The she first. Yeah, the guy, the first guy that she made out with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have him now and they're like, you know, what? we're going to cut into somebody today. So they decide to cut him up, do an autopsy on this dude. Mm-hmm. And. He wakes up. He's like a big rubber monster. Like it's, it's like we it's said, cool it's really effect. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it really, really is. Cool. And he makes and a crazy he, noise. Yes. Yeah. And he life forces one of the doctors. Oh yeah, I drew a picture of the life force. Oh, you were gonna yeah. send me all your pictures. I know. But... <laughs> the picture. Of the, okay, that, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's life forcing. You got your eyes open. You got your mouth open, <laughs> and you got it. There you go. I love how because all the other doctors was is happening are behind glass they're like in this control room watching yeah, this yeah. and they're all so amazed and then you see this one guy in the background pick up the phone and it's almost like well i should probably tell someone about this yeah he gets yeah, on yeah. the phone to tell the inspector and everybody that there's a lot of shit going down yeah there. yeah yeah and that these victims tend to come back to life to a certain degree to a certain degree but then this guy like after he life forces this doctor he like seems to like realize Rev- what he's done, yeah. and he kind of breaks down. So they lock him in the basement. I mean, what in else? In a cage. Do? Yeah. Now they're going to study. Now he's because they don't know what he's going to do next. 
And right. the other, I think it's the gray hair doctor. That's like, he, he's going to eventually just die because he needs life force to live yeah. and he can't get it if we keep him. And they just watch them kind of like age super quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But before that happens, before we meet them, and, and I think they have another victim down in the dungeon or the downstairs basement yeah, I think area. It's, it's the guards that uh, were watching. Oh, the, dudes the, the or other dudes. Like that. Yeah. But now there is a woman that has been found at the park. She's all like mummified. Yes, I love the two, um, the dudes that that saw the two witness dudes yeah. that were like, "Well, we saw this like naked girl, and she was with another girl, and we thought we were going to see some girl and girl action, yes. and then it like." That's not what happened. <laughs> and um, there was a woman who's kind of just, she's again, like in that burned up, I've yep. been life forced to death state. <laughs> right. Um, yes. But this is when we know now that, and she's naked. We know now that the girl. She's um, loose in the countryside. With clothes. And they don't know what's with clothes. Yeah, and yeah. they don't know what's going on. The guy in confinement, we watched die. Before their eyes. Oh my God! Yeah, and that's he, pretty he like creepy. deflates again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then basically turns to dust. Mm-hmm. And I love how again the giant white haired doctor, when after all this happens, he's like, "I knew it." <laughs> He needed more life force or else he dies. <laughs> How did you know this? This is the first time any of this is happening. Again, he and just sh- because you're a vampire doctor, you know all about this stuff. Why didn't they have him travel? And he... Well, we didn't get there yet. Okay, wait, let's get there. Because he's super old. You can't put old people in oh, space. Oh, but he's a classy old man. Stop it. He should have been there. When they go to see Patrick Stewart and they give him oh. those shots to hypnotize him, the white-haired man just hypnotizes Carlson when he got him. Like, he exactly. just knew what you know to what? do. I, he I needed to, to say, be along sorry. for the ride. I thought you were going to say, why wasn't he in the space shuttle at the beginning of this movie? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. He should have gone with them. Yeah. Because we see that other doctor who's like, I don't know. He's just afraid of them. Yeah. He's so scared. Mm -hmm. That guy. Three? Three of those? (laughs) As though it took you all day to mix it by hand. It's a potent shot. It's a potent shot. I guess so. So they do. They watch another zombie explode into dust. Yeah. And then they watch the one, uh, the woman from the park, the deflated park monster. Yes. um, Explode into dust as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you don't have any life force to keep you going. Also, then, there's a new character uh, in you know introduced in this movie. Who's the chubby guy with a pocket square who kind of runs around with them for the whole movie? And at no point was I like, did I know who this guy was? What purpose he was serving? I didn't know his name. Nobody referred to him by name. I don't know who this guy is. Do you? Is he the assistant to Kane? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know because he shows one up of, in the basement, and it looks like I, they kidnapped him from a cocktail party or something. Uh, yeah. this. I think he's the assistant to the cane the cane guy, the investigator guy. Oh really? Because oh. isn't he but So then he's he, his Dr. Watson? I think but then he ends up getting killed, doesn't he? At the when they're with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Because I can only assume a folding chair hit him in the head. How Did about, you see all the folding chairs? Oh, so much in that room spinning that. around. But not the syringes. They stayed where they needed to. No, no, no. It's Even just though. paper and chairs. Those are the only things flying around. I guess that's that very light green light. and very shiny green room. Oh, yeah. Very green room. Yeah, it's it was kind like, of a yeah. super cool room. I yeah, enjoyed I it. I know. I was into it, too. I agree. Um, well, now we're in Texas, and the Churchill escape pod, the escape pod right. from the original ship, 
this little pod lands in Texas. <laughs> and inside this is the commander of the ship. I know we saw him on the space shuttle. Sure. But most of the time we saw him in a space suit. And you can't really, you know, you can kind of see the We didn't face. know that's what was going to be of him. But right. now here he is. And then they open that pod and there's a dude with a full beard in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he walks in clean shaven. I was like, I, is this the same person? What's happening? Did What's I meet this happening? Ah. He's exhausted because he just mm-hmm. plummeted down from space. <laughs> they found him in the bushes. <laughs> but, but he needs to be interviewed because they've got questions. What the fuck happened on that ship, bro? And what the hell are these alien things? Uh-huh. And, um... Because the tapes are damaged. They couldn't even get anything from the no, tapes. No, They no. were all ruined or erased. They were erased, is what they say. Yeah. I guess you can't ruin them. That's the purpose of those things, is they can't be damaged in, like, a fire. Oh, right. But they're ruined. You know, like a black box type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sherlock, or the inspector, whoever this guy is, uh, has to explain to the astronaut all the stuff that we as an audience just saw. And then the astronaut has to explain to him all the stuff that we just saw before. Then he does get into some new stuff because he's like, listen, these aliens, bad news. Mm-hmm. One of our shipmates, oh, he died. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, and also everybody else died. <laughs> in case you didn't know. Yeah, and there's yeah. just corpses in their seats and everything. Like he doesn't give anybody a proper burial or even move them around in this place. Sorry, I was making sure I wasn't missing anything in my notes, but yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is um this is where we also see that they have a framed portrait of uh Edmund Haley of Haley's Comet fame. Of course. In the bathroom of their space shuttle. Why not? Should be, right? Should it be though? Mm-hmm. Should should it be there? Are you decorating in your spaceship? It, well, yeah, if you're going if your whole purpose is to study this comet and this is the he is the comet's founder, he's the, the namesake. Yeah, namesake. Even. It's important to you. All right, you're not going to okay. name the ship after him because the comet's named after him. That'll be the Churchill. But you're right. at least going to have his energy with you through a framed picture in your bathroom. So you think that maybe they had two bathrooms and then the other one was a picture of Winston Churchill? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. I would have liked that. Two portraits side by side, Mr. Haley and Mr. Churchill. <laughs> the heroes of Britland. Of Brit- was Britland. Was Haley British? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. All right. Again, not an so astronaut. So this guy's I like, know. I couldn't let whatever we discovered come to Earth. Yes. I love how he's like, I wonder where I am. And he looks out the spaceship's window and sees Earth and then realizes, uh-oh. So he's like, I just had to totally torch the place. And then I escaped in my little escape pod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to bed and they watch him sleep, which yeah. I found very odd. Yeah. Well, he's tired. And they keep saying, like, he's so tired. Can you just let him rest? Yes. He's so tired. He's just so like, tired. Remember that other guy we interviewed who was really tired? Yeah. This guy looks even more tired than he did. We should let him rest a little bit. And so while he's resting, he has an insane nightmare where the, the girl, do we see it, right? Where the girl is coming to him and yes. they're. Yes. I mean, when he's insane nightmares, insane sexy nightmares. Well, I mean, well, first it is scary because a giant bat pops out. Yeah. Yeah. But then it turns, it turns into, into finally her. they put clothes on this woman for just a second, mm-hmm. but she does have clothes on for just a brief minute. In this movie. But she comes to him. They want, she wants them to exchange life again. Yep. Give me your mm-hmm. life. And 
He's screaming. He wakes up, which the screaming happens to even the we didn't the corpses when they when they die and they turn to dust. Before they do, they let out these harrowing, awful screams. Yeah. There's a lot of like noises in this track. There's like squeaks and squeals mm-hmm. and screams and like sometimes I think baby noises. There's all sorts of stuff happening. Oh yeah, when these aliens are around, creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wakes up screaming and sweating. Very sweaty. And, but also now very aware of where she is and what's happening and what she's thinking and, and what they kind of have to do moving guy forward. guy knows He's everything. got all the information. Mm-hmm. But, but never to the point where anybody's like, maybe we should lock you in a room for a little bit. Like maybe. No, they need to get to the bottom to of this. And he's like, at all turns, he's like, I know what she's thinking. I know where Well, she first is. he's hypnotized, and I yes. think that like awakens it because the white-haired right. man, after the the nightmare happens, he's like, "All right, we 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 got to get into what what the freak is going on in your mm-hmm. brain," and you're not you've given us some information, but not enough. So the white man, white-haired man, hypnotizes him, and in the hypnosis, he gets a lot of information from him that that now that she's in a new body. Um, and he sees it all, and then we see it <laughs> it's all. Really, great. she's a red-haired woman now who picks up some dude off the side of a road in uh-huh. his car, and he says, "I see a man. He's by his car. He's by the trunk of his car. He's kind of fiddling with the car." She sees him. So she gets funny. in the car with him. While they're in the car, oh, he wants. She wants him to touch his leg. Her leg. He is touching her leg. Oh God, he's touching her <laughs> leg. This is how he's telling it, right? Oh, yeah, he's telling it like that. But Jamie left out some great things because while he's telling this, <laughs> the inspector's like, "Do you know the make of the car?" He's oh, like, right. "Hold on, let me." Uh, and the license plate looking. number. Oh, it's a it's a Volvo. Yeah. All right. Are you able to see the license plate? Oh yeah, I can clearly see the license plate. And he puts down all the letters and numbers, and then goes, "It's either an H or an R." Yeah. He's taking an eye <laughs> like exam an eye exam. Yeah, I don't know H R. He's so in there. specific, with but it's everything. great because they they want to actually track if this is what yes. he's seeing and it's happening in real time. They want exactly. to be able to track it, and so yeah. So there's this this alien woman he can mm-hmm. connect to through this hypnosis, and he finds that she's taken over this other woman's body and this other woman is about to probably take the life force from this man who owns this <laughs> Volvo. And, um, Oh, also they are solving this. And, and I understand this is not an easy mystery to solve. Like they, they have to get to the bottom of this and it's going to take time. But yeah. while they're doing this, I'm like, that female aliens probably murdered at least 50 people in all the time it's taken you guys to do this. She must be life forcing Half the rural well, population. Well, we find that out to be, yeah. that it spreads. Oh, and also, I love how at some point during this, one guy's like, oh, also that giant alien spaceship? Yeah, it's on its way to Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the most tossed off because nobody reacts to that at uh-uh, all. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's coming here. Yeah, it's it's about to crash right into London. <laughs> and this is also when the white-haired man is like, oh, yeah, I have this sword. This amazing sword that will, I mean, it's, it'll kill a vampire and these essentially are that. So I just happen to have that. So is this when, oh yeah. Cause a soldier interrupts him. Yes. He, he has this sword and he's like playing with it. And then evil music plays because uh-huh. the soldier comes in uh-huh. I love later when they cut back to him and he's like, yeah. Remember when I said these are vampires? These are totally vampires because I just stabbed this guy with it and he's dead. And it worked. And only a vampire can yeah. be killed by uh-huh. a sword to the heart. Where did you get this sword, white-haired man? And why do I you want have more it information. Yeah, I need man. more information. What are you studying exactly? 
death. I think he says he studies death at one point, which yeah. kind of makes sense because it's life force. And I anyway. guess. Again, very like, layered. If you think about... He should have like some sort of actual title or actual area of study. Just saying, like, I study death and also vampires. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just here because I've got a plethora of random knowledge that... You also, know. have you seen my hair? Yeah. Have you look, seen it? Have you very, checked this out? Yeah, yeah. Just that alone commands a certain amount of attention. It really does. But yeah, this this movie, if you think about it from different angles, it's very it's can be very layered. Anyway, um, sure. Now we go to the high security hospital. Why? I'm so like this I, woman with red hair lives at a, for lack of a better word, mental hospital, mm-hmm. right? I it's, run by Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And, and then who's the other guy that they visit at the hospital? Because they what go, okay, so first they visit the red-haired woman, the guy, the chubby right, guy. They go in, Patrick Stewart shows up in this movie and is like, mm-hmm, uh, yes, um, uh, what, what do you need? I will help you get whatever you need. Uh, you want the run of the place? And, and they go he into hesitates this hospital a little bit. it's an apartment. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, these, they're well taken care of, studied, I suppose, sure. for their mental illness. Um, but... Um, they visit this red-haired woman who lives, like you said, in kind of her own little apartment. Right. And, um, wow, does this movie take quite a crazy turn here. So the command, the commander is there. The Carlson yeah, so is there. The, there's the astronaut. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Carlson. Carlson. You don't remember the naked lady? No. Carlson. Carlson. No. Come. Nope. Come to me, Carlson. Mm-mm. Oh, well, she says it several times. When naked ladies are talking, I am not paying attention to what they're saying. Oh, jeez. So he's there. Also, the inspector, the police inspector is right. there. Mm-hmm. And I guess Pocket Square is there just hanging yeah, out with he is. Patrick just Stewart somewhere. Yeah, just. But it's just the two of them in this room mm-hmm. with this redhead. Mm-hmm. And, and it <laughs> gets crazy because the astronaut's like, listen. I'm going to have to slap the shit out of her. <laughs> and uh, you're a cop. So if you're not into this, you better get out. But I'm doing it whether you say so or yeah, not. Yeah. the cop is like, you know what? I'm kind of into I it. I see this. He I, says. I, he really is like, down? I'm I'm a natural this. voyeur. I'm a natural yeah. voyeur, he says. And he sits down and crosses his legs like, let's get ready for the show. And the commander, Carlson, just starts to like yell at the woman and shake her and what he's trying to do is inside of this woman is supposedly this this alien creature's energy life force and he he's very angry he's like where are you come out let me go he says many things to her um uh, one of them is and repeats himself a lot let me go let me go where are you where are you Come it's on out. And yelling. It's he, him he, yelling. He takes, she's got like a robe or she's got something on and he like violently strips her, not yes. totally naked, but naked enough. And right. it's like in her face. And yes. she's got, you see, she's got marks on her back, like something uh-huh. attacked her. Um, but he yells at her directly in her face and shakes her for, for like a, a while. Oh. A long while. And a disturbing amount of time where you're Until like, why does he have to she do this? This is him? Yeah. Like, it is so weird. Mm-hmm. But that's when he feels it. Weirdness. And yes. then he, doesn't he say, like. Then she, like, passes out and he's just like, oh, I'll just lay you down right here. You're <laughs> totally good now. Yeah. Because now he's, because, again, it just seems like this guy's making this up as he goes. Because he's like, <laughs> well, 
She jumped out of her. And now <laughs> I know who she went into. And I'm like, you? Was it you? Because you're the only person. Because you're the only person in contact with her, right? You just kissed her the way she does to other people to take their life force. And now you're like, yeah, there's uh, some maniac, some child murderer in the basement um, that she jumped into. Patrick Stewart, take us to him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, Patrick Stewart's a little hesitant. He's like, I don't know. He's got the mental capacity of a four year old. (laughs) And so we see this. Well, first, when he's like, can we do this another day? Yeah, can they? <laughs> Good try. It's like, it's kind of late, and these are my patients, and I mean, I'm going to let you do it, but maybe in the morning, after some breakfast? And they're like, no, this is just kind of fucking after important. Like this, You can stay here. Yeah. I got, got an extra room. Upstairs. Right. It's great. Um, I come in around nine. I have a couple meetings, just staff meetings at the beginning of the day. It's but you fine. Know what? We'll get rolling by 11. It's good. Yeah, 11 yeah. after lunch tomorrow at the latest. We'll get it. We'll get you on the books. But no, no, no. They they want it now. And so he obliges and they go to the downstairs to the basement into this padded room yeah. where this chubby guy is laying in bed again, awkwardly screaming. And they're going to sedate him. They have yeah. these. Yeah, or no, they're they're like, they well, have I'm the hypnotic you... potion or something to put. No, it's it's like truth truth serum. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're gonna they're going to inject him with it. I like how to every turn when somebody's like, well, what if you kill him or something? How the inspector's always like, I will take full responsibility yeah. for anything that happens. Later on with Patrick Stewart, he's telling the other doctor, like, get me all those drugs. I am taking full responsibility yeah. for this. Yeah. He, he needs, he's investing, he needs to get to the bottom of it. a badge in this movie. Never. That's why I was like, is he a reporter with yeah. this trench coat? What is happening? He doesn't he look as official as he is. He this movie and is like, I'm inspector, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, none of you doctors want to see identification. You want to make sure? Nobody yeah. wants to see. There are space aliens running around and you're not going to at least have this guy open his wallet for you. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's getting ready to inject the, and hesitantly inject the, he's like, do we have to do this to this guy? I don't know. Do we really know for sure that this, are we going to take this crazy commander? He just literally fell out of space. Do we really want to just say anybody he says to inject, we should inject? And then they turn on him. Sweating? They go, can we trust a man who sweats sweats this much? They turn on, on Patrick Stewart. They, they hold him down and inject him. Right. Because, The uh, commander, uh, uh, Carlson, gets the vibe that she has now moved bodies once again. So here's where I have some questions about Carlson's real tie to this alien. Because when the alien jumps out of red hair, he's like, I know who she jumped into. Mm -hmm. It's a giant mental patient. Mm -hmm. And then later on, he's like... I knew it when Patrick Stewart touched my shoulder. Oh, I yeah. I could feel her inside there. And I'm like, well, so she Why'd lied you go to you. around all these other guys? Right. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's not even so much that, but it's like, oh, so so the alien can trick you. So why do we need to believe you when you're like, I know where to go. I know where everybody is. I know exactly what's happening. I'm like, the alien lied to you very early in this movie and almost tricked you. And if it didn't fuck up with Patrick Stewart, I don't know, sexily touching your shoulder or whatever, <laughs> you would not have known what's going on. I don't want to say that he should not be believed. We see how this movie ends, and it turns out fine, but I just did not trust him. You don't trust him. I really him. thought he was going to end up being her at the end of this. Oh. Huh. I thought it was going to be a big thing, like a big twist where you're like, all the aliens are dead, 
all the space vampires are dead. Everything's back to normal. And he gets in a room with the inspector and then like and turns then he back into turns her into her. Oh, yeah. that's not what happened, but that would have been interesting. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Patrick Stewart comes to, I love before he injects him and Patrick Stewart's like, oh, you don't need to do that. It's totally fine. I'll just tell you everything I know. And he totally doesn't give him a shot. And he, Patrick Stewart, it, it switches from Patrick Stewart and the naked woman back and forth uh-huh. as this guy's talking to her. When he is screaming into Sir Patrick Stewart's face, why do you have to be so beautiful? <laughs> why do you have to be perfect? I lost it. I thought that was one of the funniest parts of this movie. It's so great. It's so funny and it's cute. And just the fact that Patrick Stewart just sat there, there during this yeah, was yeah. totally funny. Just laying there. They they interrogate him though for yes, a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for a while, but then he sort of like because he didn't inject him with more truth serum, he has the power to I don't know, start shocking things and making a big tornado in this room mm-hmm. that kills Pocket Square. Yeah. I mean somebody's got we gotta have some casualties. When right. the scaredy doctor runs in after it looks down and goes, I think his neck's broken. <laughs> At first, I was like, everyone's accounted for. I don't know who this guy's talking about. <laughs> but it's just a minor character who's been there the whole time, but has done nothing important. And now is just killed, like, by all the collision. Not even the yeah. life force sucked out of him. He was just <laughs> knocked, broke his neck in, in yeah. like... Like a professional wrestler. He was hit with a folding chair, but <laughs> Like died. a professional wrestler. Um, he He... Besides yelling him at Patrick Stewart that he's perfect yeah, and beautiful. What else would you yell at Patrick Stewart? He also yells to him, let me go. Let mm-hmm. me go. Because he wants to be released from this bind, bond that they have. Um, yeah. I also made, when the guy, the doctor walks in the door and everything like spinning around and crazy in there, the doctor makes a really surprised face. Can you see it? <laughs> I did want to pause the TV at that point and take a picture and send it to you. It is like he thinks he's in a comedy. (laughs) The way this doctor enters this room is like he opened a room and they're all throwing pies at each other. His eyes bulge out and he's like, whoa. The reaction is is not appropriate to what's happening. (laughs) I mean, they were like, you have to act surprised. He's like, I got it. (laughs) I know it's surprised. Wait, not that oh, kind. Surprise uh, means. Okay, um, but yeah, um, let's see. It's still he. It's still spreading. It's spreading at an unknown rate. Can you hear me? Speak up. You can't hear you. What are all these notes I've written? What is this? I have no idea what you're doing. Long story short, the inspector takes two needles. And I think my Patrick life force Stewart. was being taken out of me when I was writing some of this. Go ahead. You know, he injects. Yeah, they they get Stuart once the shit starts flying. They're like, we yeah. got we've got to get him. They double dose sedated. Him. Yeah. And then get in a helicopter, and they're like, I don't know. Let's put these two corpses in this helicopter. I guess. They kill oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart is, well, he's kind of sedated enough right. at first. They want to sedate him. But while he's sedated, this is when he's in the ship or the ship, the helicopter. helicopter sorry. <laughs> um, and Patrick Stewart is unconscious. All of a sudden, his face, right? What happens to his face? It becomes a puppet. Oh, yes. And then the puppet's face. 
um, starts spitting blood, right. like yeah, splats of blood coming out of them. Movie. We've seen life forces drained. We've seen space aliens. I didn't know that this was part of it. His, yeah, like blood flies out of his mouth and, and his out of his eyes, eyes. and his nose. Uh-huh. It also and it's forming something. Square. It's yes. coming into like this big clot in front of yes. them, free form, like floating clot that grows as more blood spits out of this puppet face patrick stewart face and then this blood clot becomes the girl soaked in blood yeah she's all gooey and like her hair looks like tentacles or something she looks really weird Mm -hmm. and they're freaking this helicopter pilot who turns around is like oh oh." this guy is the most natural reaction of anyone in this movie he's flipping out and then she just like blops down yeah. into a pile of blood and is gone the astronaut's like i know where she is her body's in london <laughs> okay great way to narrow it down to the largest city in england but now uh... and, and also after this pilot was just flipping out at this he goes Oh, hey, you have a call from that. Uh, oh, I love how many calls they get. And he has to keep transferring <laughs> the call. Oh, wait. And now they're saying something on the on the on the thing, you know, on but the yeah. news. Yeah. At one point, he's like, you got to check out the news, too. I'm like, what are you, shouldn't you be driving this helicopter? Yeah, why don't you focus on? But they so London's in deep shit. There's zombies yes. have taken over. There's zombies London. and the whole city's blowing up. Mm-hmm. And it's been quarantined. Yes. Also, this is where big hair doctors like "Um, these aliens. uh, They've been to Earth before. Oh yeah. Mm Hi. Yeah. Again, gives no reason for him knowing this. I think he probably just says, "I just know it," (laughs) and they take his word for it. Uh So now this movie sort of changes for the rest of the movie. And now it's a zombie movie. Kind of was out on the movie at this point. Mm. I really enjoyed everything that led up to London. Mm-hmm. But now at this point, I was, it, it, things drag on way too long. There's too much zombie stuff for me. Mm. Um, so I'm just giving it away now. I was just kind of, even in my notes at this point, I wrote ending thinking the movie was going to yeah, end yeah. soon. No, but and we have a little more to get to. Going. Yeah. We yes. have a little more to get to because, well, oh, so they, they go to the prime minister. Yeah. They go to London. They go on <laughs> to see the prime minister. They go to his office, which is chaos because London right now is chaos. And they were going to meet with the prime minister. Still offered tea, though. Yeah, Still well, because tea. the Chaos lady, I think, that offered them tea hasn't had her life force sucked out. She's not zombified yet. They don't know who is. And when they go to meet with the prime minister, he's sweaty, too. And he's like, yeah, hi, hi, how's it going? Yeah, I got to talk to the lady over here. I'm going to talk to her. <laughs> and they see them, they, they're both dudes, the commander and the investigator, Watch them chat, and he didn't really chat. You see them just start making no. out, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. Prime Minister's <laughs> infected. We got to go. We're out." Um, it is fun because it's like, well, we just did that whole thing with special effects in the helicopter. These two go like behind a map, yeah, and you just and we see, see their, their shadows. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> so they hop back on the helicopter. Two zombies try to get on the helicopter with them, but they knock the zombies off. Um, right. They find out that the the helicopter guy again. He's got a lot of information. The <laughs> now the the British Army has been quarantined, uh, and they're trying about to NATO. Mm-hmm. All sorts of th- this guy is a fountain of knowledge. He's getting it all from his headset. Um, there's there's been I wrote down nuclear sterilization. I think they're about to 
Because if shit gets really out of hand, they're going to have yeah, to nuke. It's kind of yeah. like, listen, we're just going to blow up London and figure it out yeah. after that. Yeah, because if we can't and we can't let this spread outside of here, and we've quarantined right. as best we can. But um, yeah. oh, then they're talking because they see this blue light in the middle of London. Oh yeah, now the ship's the, coming closer. The astronauts that. like, well, that's just a bunch of human souls going up there. Yeah, and the other instructor's like, how do you know? He goes. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> because he's connected. We find out how connected yeah. he is. And he knows where she is. Like, he's really pinpointed. Like, she is in uh, some sort of church. Yeah. Um, he sees her. They, again, finally put clothes on this woman. She's lying down on a slab. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, yeah, I got to go. And they won't let him go for a bit. And he's yelling now. He's like, she chose me to mate with. Like, I totally don't want to do it, but I understand that maybe I have to do it, yeah. and, uh, you know. And he kind of, like, sneaks away. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the re- the investigator guy goes and chases him, commandeers a vehicle, which I, I'm commandeering this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, you know that person's dead, which is a shame. The person he took the vehicle from. Yeah. Yeah. That person was eaten by zombies. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he does. This turns into a zombie movie for a very long time. Yeah. He and runs he, over zombies. At one point, he's there's got an like arm a in the car with him. him. Yeah, there's <laughs> an arm in the car with him. And the oh, see, I, that's why I don't know how you didn't remember Carlson's name. As Carlson, as the commander, is getting closer to the naked alien, she is calling him Carlson. Carlson. Oh, she wants again him. the way like. But you were done with this movie is, by then. Well, the way her voice is on this, where, like you said, it was a little tough to understand what she was saying. Well, she's saying his name. All right. Um, anyway, London's on fire. There's dead bodies. She's in the church. There's the blue light to the sky with the dead bodies. I'm just doing bullet points here. <laughs> That's um, fine. Oh, finally, we get back to the white-haired man. Like, we were gone from him for a while. And... Um, Oh yeah, the investigator goes to see him. Yeah, Yeah. because he thinks that's where the astronaut went. Yes, is back to space headquarters central. Right. Yeah, and this, what? So what happened to him? Somehow, because he's he's talking to him but not getting close to him at first, and explains about the sword and the whole bit. But somehow he still got infected, and the investigator realizes this. He's like, "Stay back, stay back." I don't know how because he has the sword. What does infected mean? I think some of your movie. How's any of the? How are all these people in the streets dying and being turned into zombies? Well, I think it's like an energy exchange. Sometimes more intense than others. Maybe does it have to do with the ship? Well, once the ship is in London, I think it heightens it a little more. Because I was like, well, these aliens. But they're, before, they're taking people out one at a time. Before the ship arrives, I think it's just the aliens doing it okay. as they can. And then maybe, I don't know uh, the protocol there, but maybe once they've reached <laughs> no. a certain number, like 100 or so, then the sh- it gave the ship more, you know, life force or energy to come closer to earth i don't i don't know but i'm guessing that i do like that idea how you're you're looking at this as though it's a video game and you're like all i have to do is (laughs) take a hundred people's life forces and then the the ship ship will come closer and then the ship will help me take care of the rest and i'll start (laughs) sucking the souls up and make the bats inside the ship grow again into more people i don't know i don't know carlson when does he explain carlson does some explaining It's, it's earlier 
Okay. That's when he's talking about how she wants to mate with him and stuff like that. But he, he and but he says how he thinks that he might be one of them, right? Yes. And that's why he thinks that they're so very connected and that he explains that she was made out of the image that he had of right. the perfect woman. And or maybe she, she explains that kill, to him. She explained it to him, mm. but that's why she didn't kill him on the space shuttle. Right. Um, allowed him to live, just killed the rest of the people because right. they are meant to be together for some reason. To keep creating more, <clears throat> or maybe I, they're, I don't know. space vampires? I don't know. But she, she is created yeah. in the image of his perfect woman, which explains why he says to her, like, why do you have this hold on me? Why am I so right. crazy for you? And she's like, because I got inside of your brain and I took <laughs> the, the everything that you've ever wanted from a woman I embody and not only that I'm I'm not just physically irresistible to you you can't energetically you know break away from me I have a life force that was good you like that that's good no that was a good explanation or a good summation of sort of what she says yeah I'm sweating just as much as the rest of them now (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) no wonder you were so sweaty it takes a lot out of you just to say these words that's what was not applied for the production. It's just the actors being like, I have to memorize this much dialogue. When the white haired guy um, goes to attack the investigator, because now he's infected um, and the white, the, the investigators like, all right, well you're done Z's. Cause I, I got to take your sword, move on. The yeah. white haired guy goes, here I go. Like he knows he's cause he knows what happens to him next. Right. So when he yeah, goes into the like, blue light into I the sky, life goes on after death and blah, blah, blah. That's when he talks about like, I'm yeah. a doctor of death. And now I know there's life after death. Here I go. Here I go. Calgon, take me away. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Planet. Let's do it. Um, so Carl, this is when Carlson goes to the girl in the church and she says, I'm here. I'm here now. Can this madness end? He wants yes. there to just be an ending to all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is he's part of a well, web of destiny, a genesis well, of my really? life form. I wrote all this down. I thought it was important. Okay, This is important. Um, oh, Explain she stands and she me. raises her hands to the light. And she says, be with me, Carlson. Be with me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know. I wrote all this down. You following? <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, go ahead. I called him Coat Guy, but he's the investigator. That's he's fine. got more, <laughs> more. Coat guy's um, fine. Who, and I think his name is Kane. You didn't know if he was a reporter or yeah. an investigator. I just knew he had on the, like, like a snazzy coat. coat. Yeah. I think his name is Kane. Um, this oh, he's being attacked by the zombies on the street. There, there's, there's a lot of there's dancing zombies that are burning this, alive. It's like a zombie so party. This is what yeah, could have been I, cut. Yeah, it is a wild part of this movie. Where I'm like, this kind of seems like a different movie now. I would have liked a quieter, smaller movie with just a couple space vampires and these guys <laughs> trying to figure it out. This is what I, I didn't. Needed. I just, I didn't need London to be exploding in this movie. No, no, but that's what we got. That's that's how fast I, these vampires will work once they get to they're Earth. They're working really fast, but also they've been here before. Was it a success last time or an abysmal failure? I don't too? know. When when did it happen before? But now mm-hmm. the other, one of the other alien dudes is there. Yes. And he's blocking him. And he says, it'll be much less terrifying if you just come to me. That's what he tells him. Very handsome, too. He's just like, she was very beautiful, or is very yes. beautiful. He is very handsome. 
That's when I was like, well, where did their forms come from? Yeah. Did their forms Who's, come from the two yeah. from the ladies on that right? space shuttle too? Mm-hmm. I needed that. Like I needed, I don't know. I needed the role reversal a little bit. Equal yeah. Equal amount mm-hmm. of seduction on both yeah. sides. I hear you. Like we we can't have uh, a female doctor at this facility be seduced by an alien dude. How great would that come be? Come on. They're, yes. Yeah. Uh, we have now uh, the investigator stabbing this man. And, him, and this man going, ah, ah, For a very ah, long time. For a very long time. So lots of, he's so like, I'm going to take this chance, man. I'm only in a little bit of this movie and I'm going to scream like I've been, really like does. I've got appendicitis. Here I go. Because yep. um, yep. appendicitis is very painful. And, and that's um, why he's screaming. I get it. I love how he turns into a bat, though. A giant yeah, bat then he turns second. into one of those bat things, which is like, creepy. Um, and then he disintegrates. Right. And then he's gone. And then yes. Carlson, now now he can, the, the investigator can go and focus on what he needs to, which is saving Carl, Carlson. And when he goes oh. to, he sees, I mean, what did we expect to see, right? Carlson and the alien lady are just making out. They're just naked and All his clothes making out. He's naked, she's naked. Yep. Um, oh, it's important to say, um, when I said earlier that the, that the big haired doctor killed a guy with a sword it was the other vampire ah. like that's why there's only the one male vampire that he has to stab with yeah. that sword at the church yeah so now we're down to just her like she's the only one left if there was any confusion that there might be another vampire out there running around no the two dudes are dead and now it's just her making out with yeah. this guy he sees them and he drops the sword down into yeah. the astronaut's hand and he stabs through her back, Ooh, through, himself. through himself. Yeah, he's got to get the job done. And Jamie, I got to tell you, it looks like lights start shooting out of their butts. Yeah, <laughs> and it does out of their tushes. Little yep. light tush. So yeah, they he stabs the knife through the both of them. Light not only comes out of their butts, but goes up and around yep. them and mm-hmm. up into the blue light, and it's. It's crazy. And then this part was crazy, too. I took a picture of the light coming out of their butt and sent it to you. I know. You sent it to me. Because I was like, this is crazy. But then right after that image of them embraced and knifed and hugging with light around them, we see their two faces going up (laughs) into the light. (laughs) It is super funny. It's really weird. Because I was like, are they okay? They don't seem upset. They're like smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ship, this giant alien ship just flies away. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) There's irreparable damage done to London. Like, are we free of these aliens? Mm -hmm. Are they going back to the comet? Mm -hmm. Where's this voiceover narration that was at the beginning to be like, we'll see what happens in another 72 years or something, anything. The movie just ends. Yeah. So, Jamie, I got to ask. You said you might have to revisit it. You said you weren't sure entirely. Did talking through this help? Do you have a more I think, solid opinion uh, of this? I think... Uh, <laughs> I think kind of what I said before still stands where I don't know that I fully enjoyed every aspect, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was... 
I'll use the word which I misused before. I was both entertained at times and very interested. And it was curious to me, like uh, some of the things that correlated, like, like the whole life force thing that they call it life force and that there's this sexual energy and this feminine Mm -hmm. energy that, that is, that is so potent and powerful. And, um, the the even the vampire correlating to being an alien i'm like oh that's trippy that's weird and Mm -hmm. that's all um again i also mentioned this earlier i don't know this 80s child me would have never ever tried to watch this movie and if i did i would have been like this is fucking weird and me even now was like this is weird but it does get you kind of thinking about some things and oh yeah and it is kind of like but i don't know i don't (laughs) <laughs> it's not my jam of a, of a no. movie But it's interesting No it's not your jam No I knew that Yeah But I like how you talked about the life force Because you are like a hippie Well that's I get it. Yeah Yeah <laughs> that's, That was all interesting to me And that the And yeah. again I Like you were saying Kind of that, that um, Feminist quality of like mm-hmm. Like it's It's the woman and her power and her power of just being that can overtake yeah. and that she is a life force. I mean, right. that she is the image of his perfect woman and whatever. And yeah. Um, no, I, I and I, I kind of joked about it earlier, but yeah, for as much as this movie is just a naked woman walking around, she's the most powerful character yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And all these guys are just doofs. Yeah. Like every yeah. one of them. Like she easily overpowers everyone in this movie. And it really is like, I, I really do think it's like, it's, I think it was a very conscious decision of the director mm-hmm. to be like, here's our one female that's in this movie. I know there were two astronauts, but. And the redheaded woman that he and shook up. Everyone else, yeah. Everyone else in power are men yeah. and they're all incompetent and they all lose their shit when they're around a pretty uh-huh. woman. Like uh-huh. it's such a weird, like base, like idea behind this movie. I'm very curious if the book is like that yeah. or if yeah. this was Toby Hooper being like, I don't know. Let's just do this. I want to put it. Fun. Yeah. 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 I, I think I, I think I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I know I enjoyed it, but I do think this is one where I'm not going to say I'm going to revisit it, but it might be interesting to watch it again just because yeah. there, was, there was so much stuff happening where I was like, I don't really know yeah, what's I, important and what isn't. I will say this is one of those movies and because there was so much, it was mm. sometimes because what we do when we have to take these notes and we have to retell, yeah. watching it just for the sake of watching it versus watching it for the sake of, I know I have to talk about this, it kind of makes sense of yes. what's happening even though I'm not sure what's happening or I still want to... It's two different experiences. So one hundred percent. Because when I'm when I'm in my notes typing, is that man offering her a candy <laughs> bar? I'm sure there's something more interesting happening. Yeah, that I yeah, be yeah. This was one to. of those. It is a tricky movie to take notes yeah. on because you had to be paying attention. And like I said, I think there's also these other subtle points. Um, like even I think there's a lot of. Um, probably uh wisdom and knowledge that the white haired man was dropping on us that I didn't pick up because I was like, but where's Coke guy? And <laughs> Patrick Stewart just vomited guy? blood out of his face. I don't listen to this guy yeah. with a doctorate in vampirism. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was an interesting movie and very interesting yeah. and um and uh and entertaining and yeah I'm it's definitely not one that I'd be like, I hated it. Uh, it was interesting. No. 
Yeah. No, no, and I want to thank our listeners. Yeah, for, for this vote, uh, suggesting it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know that you made the right choice because I haven't seen. The I know. Yeah, I don't know about the others, but, um, but it was an interesting this choice. Was, this was certainly fun to watch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you have any recommendations? I have a goofy recommendation. Of course, I do. I love it. So I have to look at my phone for mine. So go ahead. Life Force in. Oh, you're gonna recommend the movie? We just no. <laughs> Life Force is prana. It's breath. It's your connection to yourself. Your life force is is your breath, your prana, your breathing. So what I want to recommend to our listeners so they can connect to their own life force is two things. Here we go, listeners. First, I want you to download on your phone the app Insight Timer. Great app for meditating and getting in touch with your prana, your life force. Mm-hmm. Also, this is probably also an app, but I have it on my computer. Because asana, prana, yoga helps extend your life force, helps you get in touch with this not alien life force, this true one to your own. So the website I use for um, yoga is called Gaia, G-A-I-A, Gaia. So I'm going to recommend to our listeners both Insight Timer for their meditations and Gaia for their yoga, if they so choose to get in touch with their own life force that has nothing to do with vampires and aliens. Or maybe it does. That's the thing. That's why I want to rewatch this movie. Because maybe I got to incorporate this into my, you know, my, my, my little um, hippie routine. You know, getting in touch with my bat self. Bat is like, like a rebirth. Are these, what are these aliens? Okay. All right. I've said enough. Maybe too much. Your I turn. I just started a new podcast. Um... Because I think you could do that. That would be, Jamie, that would be a podcast that people listen to. If you just get on, and it doesn't have to be long, maybe like two, three minute episodes okay. where you just discuss a term <laughs> that has to do with yoga or something. All right. People listen to some they really listen to crazy that shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. People would love that. And I rambled on it just now, but, um, but yeah, I've got, I there's that. I appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. What's your recommendation? I'm no, sure it's not movie, an app. So okay. It's not, it's not an app. <laughs> I had something else in mind, but I changed it. Nobody needs to know that. Um, I'm going to recommend the 2013 movie, okay. Europa Report. Europa? Um, like Europe? Uh? Y- yep, exactly. <laughs> because Europe is the continent where this movie took place. <laughs> no, it's about um, astronauts who, um, I guess, a unmanned uh, thing... What would they what would they call those things that go out? Probe? Oh, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Went to Jupiter's mo- moon, Europa, and under the ice found water <gasps> and found Life. cellular organisms. Oh. So then these people go up to check it out. Sure. And they lose contact, but they're like, I don't know. We'll go anyway. What kind of bad stuff could happen? And it's a really, really good movie. Uh, it's very, like, um, genuine. Okay. And it's, it feels like... Like the characters, like these movies where people go into space and then there's aliens. I always feel like they're trying to all be alien. Mm. And they're like, well, this person has to be the badass. And this person has to be the jerk who wants to, you know, get everybody else killed and stuff. And this is just like, what if a bunch of cool, nice astronauts went to a planet <laughs> and discovered a monster or something? Like it's a really nice movie. And I avoided watching it for a very long time because I think it was on Netflix for a long time. Okay. And, 
think it's on Tubi now. So if you've gone past it and you've thought, well, maybe I don't like the title, check it out. It's check it out. Movie. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's it for our seventh seven year seven, seven year itch. Years. You getting a seven year itch at all? You're trying to do some other? No, no, no I'm fine. No, I can I'm keep. I can keep doing this. I agree. Whenever, this is a lifetime. Whenever you're done, let me know. This is my life force. No. Oh, really? Okay. Great. Okay. Well, Jamie, we're going to be talking about Life Force 2 next time. No, there is no such thing. Sad. Well, uh, there is. Okay. Is you there? Checked. You really no, I don't know. Sure. No, I don't think there is a Life Force no. 2. Although if there was, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, I want to know if what's more is explained. And I would yes. hope it was a 90s movie, so I didn't have to take notes on it. And I could just watch it for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> See what we do for so, y'all listeners. Sometimes we have to watch these movies and it's great. We're exposed, but we really have to, it's, it's effortful. It's not a casual, have a bowl of popcorn and watch a crazy space movie. Right. It's a, how and do I, I make sense of this so I can talk about it? And I've never seen or been exposed right. to this kind of information before. Um, and I hate complaining about well, not that. Never, what a before, dumb but. thing to complain about. Like, oh, you have to watch a movie and write some stuff down. But you're right. It it's is taxing. really distracting. It's taxing. Like, <laughs> no, honestly, I really do think sometimes I feel like I think I'd probably like a lot of these movies a lot more. Yeah. If I didn't have to take notes. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Well, and like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I really do feel like sometimes I'm just missing something because I am concentrating on what I'm you know, writing down or something that happened two minutes ago. I'm still typing out. See listeners. It is very hard work, very oh, effortful. What a, what a job to what do this, job. to do this podcast for y'all. And <laughs> what are we going to do? How are we going to start? Uh, the eighth eight, year, of this year eight starts with, well, here's what it starts with because the past two years, tell me if I'm wrong. If it was more than that, we did the summer of sidekicks last year yeah before that we did the summer of sequels did we do anything else well anyway we're done i don't want to do it i don't want i didn't want we're not making a play on words here no i didn't want to do i really did think about doing a summer of summer and then every movie would have the the name name summer and it would doable yeah and I was going to do that, but we do have some patrons who pick some stuff. Cool. And I'm trying to space this out, so we're putting in some patron picks this summer. Cool. We are going to start with a summer movie called One Crazy <gasps> Summer. Yay! John Cusack, Jamie, get ready to do a wonderful impression of your friend and mine, Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> who's in this movie. I'm so excited to do oh, Wait, I got Let me warm up to it. <laughs> wow. You know what? Take the next two <laughs> yeah. weeks. Hey, Marlon Gwynn, it's very good. Okay, no, give me time. Give me time. Give me time with it. Okay. okay. I think we get to see Demi Moore again. Demi, yeah. This might be her fourth time? Lots. Lots and pots. Yeah. All right, cool. L- lots and pots, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to start out with. That's what we're going to watch two weeks from today. Groovy. Everybody, thank you for listening uh, thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Yes. Um, all the stuff. Find us everywhere you guys normally find us or follow us. And uh, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Have a good two weeks. So long.
but I will talk and play his ears off. I will just hang out in their cubicles for hours on end, distracting them from getting the work done that they need to, which makes them more productive employees later in the day when they realize they have to get everything done. Because they scramble to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. You've got some job skills here. You're lining yourself up. Yeah. I should put another resume together if I ever work in an office again, and that would be in skills? Yeah. I haven't put a resume together in a long time, but yeah, I think it would be. Okay. Yeah. So first I have to make a skills section. (laughs) Oh, forget it. What a way to start a conversation on Life Force.